You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Well, 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 guess who's back? That's right, past pals and Foxborough friends. We welcome you to a currently live streaming edition on the first day of March 2024 to Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by your friends at WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. On today's episode, we will talk about New England Patriots quarterback room extreme makeover 2024 edition, all the latest NFL combine buzz including some sound bites and nugs that came out just earlier this morning from some of the quarterbacks expected to go in the top three, plus some other players buzzed about and mentioned in regards to your New England Patriots. Will they actually burn some cash this free agency? 
and of course, episodes five and six of the Dynasty. Can we at least just try to find something fun about this very well-produced, yet sometimes controversial, New England Patriots program? It's your old pals, Fitzy and Hart, or as we like to call us here on the Six Rings program, we've got the Gridiron Grinch. He's at Jumbo Hart. And of course, the Foxborough fanboy in the house, your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens. Good morning, Hart. What's on your mind? I don't appreciate being called the Gridiron Grinch. I think I've been relatively objective and even, I dare say, at times optimistic or realistic this offseason. No, you people are the ones that try to paint me as a Grinch. <laughs> And we welcome to the chat box this morning, Joey Zguire. Hey, good morning, that? fellas. I what can't. <laughs> well, YZA Guire. I can't. Now, did he have a typo when he put it in, or is that actually his name? You know, it's actually pronounced Shashevsky. It's weird. It's, it, the funny thing is, yeah, K-S-Z-S-Y-I-C-T. Shashevsky, exactly. All right, so uh, let's get things moving. Yesterday, Hart, um, uh, Oh, we big report came out yesterday from our friends over at Mass Live. Um, oh, yeah, very well done, Stephen Tower, regular viewer here on the program. Good morning, guys. Uh, I'm beginning to think it, I was too early to buy my Marvin Harrison Jr. Pats jersey. That's right, Marvin Harrison Jr., a no-show today at his media avail at the NFL Combine. We'll get to that momentarily. Andy well. Wright again. Oh, yeah? Oh, hold on. Save that. Save that. Food for thought. Um Andy, the big story, obviously, in Pat's Nation yesterday was the, the Mass Live report done by our pals Karen Garigian, Chris Mason, and Mark Daniels. Mark Daniels, by the way, take a lap, uh, but it's a victory lap, and have a beer on us because he's had an excellent week. Good week over there for Mark Daniels at Mass Live. Um, quick uh, side note. Yes. First of all, um, I didn't realize Mass Live's not really a paper anymore. I don't even think it exists. It's a website, but... um. When did they become the dominant sports or at least Patriots beat coverage in Massachusetts, New England at all? Right. I mean, Callahan and Kai do a great job at the Herald. Sure. We have a team of thousands over at WEI. Apparently there's another, uh, there's some other radio station in town. Eh. What? Never heard of it. Nope. Uh, the Globe, they've got like Chris Price, uh, Ben Volant, as they say en Francais. Uh, they do, you know, they do some fine work. I enjoy Chris Price's work. Volan, I, Volan gets trolling sometimes, but. Uh, but yeah, Mass Live, uh, Mass Live has been absolutely killing it. Yeah, well, because they've well, Karen Gregan, who everyone loves, yeah. obviously. obviously, she does tremendous work. Chris Mason, hey, Karen, that's you yeah. up there, and I'm down here. Remember the Gronk? Zoom. Oh, Karen, hello, Karen, is that you? Hello, uh, <laughs> how did you get in this box I have on my how, this? How, where are you, cat? Like, Gronk, it's a zoom, well, zoom, that's what I do on the field when I catch touchdown. All right, zoom, Gronk, zoom, 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 so. Uh, they did a great job yesterday with this piece where basically uh, I had read from Chad Graff and uh, Jeff Howe also from The Athletic who had intimated in a piece yesterday as well that the combine buzz with the Patriots are pointing towards selecting a quarterback at third overall. Look, it's you and me. Wow. And me and you. It's it's one of those things that I'm putting my phone up, but it's in there. What are those things called where it's like infinity? Uh, Yes, exactly. Yeah. See, my phone is now in my phone, which is in my phone, which is in my phone, which is in my phone, <laughs> phone, 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 phone. That's great for everyone listening right now that Andy was watching himself on a live stream as part of a live stream. Not that While kind. we live stream. Not that kind. Not only. All right. Kind. So the Mass Live report. Come on, focus here, people. Oh, sorry. The Mass yeah. Live report uh, that the Patriots are looking to entirely revamp the quarterback room in 2024, which is good news because that tells me that 
Highsmith, the Wolf of Ball Street, everyone involved in the higher-ups, Gerard Mayo, watched the games last year and realized the same thing that we did, which is this is completely unacceptable quarterback play, having two super mediocre quarterbacks on a dysfunctional offense with no weapons and no offensive line. Throw for just over 3,300 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 21 picks. Uh, that's not going to get it done in this NFL, this AFC East, this AFC overall. Not going to cut it. So the plan now, as uh, Mass Live outlined, is to A, draft a quarterback at third overall. This is the closest thing to confirming what we've all been debating and deliberating for weeks now, that they plan to sign a veteran and that they will likely trade Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones, sometimes this offseason, likely before the draft. So, Andy, and I ask you, I ask the audience listening now uh, and watching us on the various live streams, with things trending the right way for Jaden Daniels and his stock, I'm imagining that he's going to be gone at number two. So if Daniels is gone at number two, or if Caleb Williams kind of talks his way out of the top spot, what do you do and who do you think the Patriots are looking at at third overall? So I think they've accepted what I accepted a long time ago. There's actually three good quarterbacks in this draft. So sitting at number three and just taking the quarterback that auto drafts into your slot is fine. I think my hot take for the 2024 NFL draft, because everybody tells me that all three can't be good is all three are actually going to be good. Um, that being said, this whole Caleb Williams thing is fascinating to me, a word we overuse in sports talk and sports talk radio, but it is fascinating to me that Caleb and Mr. Williams might be Carl. I forget. He's clearly a, uh, a QB dad, Todd Marinovich dad. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Do we think that he's uh, now quick question Absolutely. back to that? Okay. Yeah. Is it, <laughs> thank you very much. Yep. Um, so we're not full Lamella. We're not full LeVar ball, but, and we're not baby Gronk dad, but like he's, he's becoming a thing, isn't he? He is absolutely a thing. Um, you know, you read the story in the athletic that when he interviewed agents, the questions he asked them was to find loopholes in the CBA so his son could get out of it in terms of going to the team that drafts him, in terms of having a four-year rookie contract, a fifth-year option, franchise tag. He wanted to blow up the CBA for his special boy, Caleb Williams, like the ultimate dink parent, in my opinion. Uh. I understand we look for our out for our kids, but there's a certain like reality to the world. Like you got to do what you got to do if you. Yeah. Go homeschool them. Take, start your own league. You you know, you want Caleb Williams to be special? Start your own effing football league. I don't care. Um, but the bigger question here for six rings and football things. Yeah, and, is, and by the way, may I also add, Andy, it is a privilege to play in the NFL. And this these like these deals have been negotiated accordingly. They don't get Matt Ryan money anymore, like when he got like a hundred million for just being drafted. But like at the same time, you're gonna get taken care of. Jeez, that's the darkest comment we've ever received. Wow, holy smokes. I'm not going to share that one. No, but. I don't think we need to share that. Um, but from but a it's... Patriots perspective, mm -hmm. we have a head coach in Gerard Mayo who is a why guy. He's going to answer the why. You have the maybe most ultimate why prospect to enter the league, which I do believe is a forbearer of things to come. I think you're going to get more and more Marvin Harrison's and Caleb Williams that want to do their own thing, nonconformists and and try to break the system. I think that's coming more and more with the seven on seven culture that's been built. It's the mm -hmm. AAUification of the NFL. It's ongoing. But if Gerard Mayo is truly what he said he was, he's a new age coach who, yeah, back in my day, you could just tell players to do it and they would do it. Now they want to know why. 
I think all of this could be boiled down with Caleb Williams to he's a Y guy. Why do I have to sign that contract? Why do I have to go to the team with the number one pick? Why do I have to play for a team I don't want to play for? Why, why, why do I have to give you my medicals? Why do I have to go to the combine? All That's right. That's right. That became a big thing. He doesn't want all these other teams getting his medicals. As a matter of fact, didn't he didn't submit them, period. And this does Correct. this does beget the idea that if he is the modern, the the poster child of the talented, gifted, always coddled, crying in his mother's arms in the sidelines, you know, at fight on stadium. That's fine. I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. He's there at three. Take him and coach him. If you're the developer of people, if you're the coach leader of men that everybody tells me you are take on the challenge, take on the talent and do it. I wouldn't want to do it, but nobody calls me a developer of human beings and a, and a uh, great coach and a leader of men. No one calls me that. So Gerard Mayo, if you want to live up to your own hype and the hope that you have brought to Foxborough, Mm -hmm. Take Caleb Williams and turn him, take the talent, manage the personality and diva culture and dad and find greatness. See, I think now there's a chance that Caleb Williams may in fact drop from the top spot overall that no, the, Chicago Bear, the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears may the, say, that's my point. But, he may be but then on the don't the commanders, team. but the, the commanders, don't they then say like, oh shit, we didn't think maybe. that there was any way that he was going to fall to two. So maybe he doesn't want to go there because maybe he didn't have a very good season with Cliff Kingsbury mentoring him. And now Cliff Kingsbury would be his mentor there. Maybe he pants hey, and right. and all those things. Who, who got the? Saying. Isn't it your guys? Your boy, uh, your boy uh, is the. Isn't Waldron the OC now in Chicago? Correct. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, see, I'm. I'm sure fascinated to see. I'm fascinated to see uh, how this all shakes out. Caleb Williams projected to be the number one overall pick for well over a year. Now could be talking his way, manipulating his way. Uh, you know, pettying his way out of the spot. Meanwhile, Jaden Daniels stock without even throwing, running or doing anything in a, in a tight shirt and tight shorts at the combine this week, his stock just continues to rise and rise and rise. And we can't figure out what to make of Drake may as well. I want to share this quickly, Andy uh, earlier this morning, the quarterbacks all had a chance to speak at the combine Marvin Harrison jr. Who was expected to meet with the media shortly after eight in the AM Eastern time did not show up. So the first question uh, here, this is uh, Jaden Daniels. He was asked what he would think about possibly being drafted, should he fall fall at this point now, to third overall. What would he think about playing for your New England Patriots? Yeah, it would be dope, obviously, growing up and, and seeing uh, what Tom Brady did there, uh, six Super Bowls. You know, that's tough to live up to, but uh, it would be dope to, to come in there and, you know, see the success they had and, and help them get back on that track. Okay, it would be well, dope. See, and yeah, Bill hey. Belichick wants him, so it's a marriage made in heaven. So I'm in, so so I'm sold. I'm in. Tell me why I wouldn't want Jaden Daniels as my QB one under center for the NEP in the future, regardless of which veteran is shepherding him next year. So the first argument against him, and one of the big questions of the combine for him in the quarterback position is what does he weigh? Everybody's fixated on he's a skinny guy who runs too much, takes too many hits. You can't play that way in the National Football League. To some degree, I agree, but I also look at a twig like Lamar Jackson who has found a way. You know, again, coach him up. Utilize his athleticism, but don't allow it to be a negative. You know, the, the Josh Allen, learn when to run. Okay, it's the AFC Championship game. Put your body on the line, all in. Mm -hmm. It's week two against, you know, the Jets or whatever. How about we be smart, slide, get out of bounds, don't take hits. So the, the size of him and the running style is a concern for some. 
I don't have that concern. Um, his accuracy at times can be inconsistent. This no, this uh, popped up to me when I was watching a lot of Malik Neighbors catches. Um, there's definitely slants that are behind him and balls that are miss, you know, not put in the exact window they should be. We're talking like the zero to 20 throws because they're, and I know everyone's going to talk about, yeah, you guys sold us on a bill of goods that Mac Jones was the most accurate passer in college history. Okay. There's a lot of short passes. And yes, he also had elite weapons, but Jaden Daniels was the highest rated deep ball passer last year right. in college football. But he also, if you go watch some of those, um, when Malik neighbors is 15 yards behind the defense, I would have been accurate with my throws <laughs> too. So there's some of that. Right. Um, Speaking of which, just quick side note, I know some people are putting Malik Neighbors ahead of Marvin Harrison in their rankings, including NFL.com Lance Zierling. Um, I don't buy it. I think Marvin Harrison's the best receiver in the draft. He may be a diva. He's the son of an NFL wide receiver. I might expect that. He's the best receiver in the draft. I do not buy that. Um, but in terms of Jaden Daniels, I also don't buy that Bill Belichick had a draft board that had cemented Jaden Daniels atop the draft board in December or November or whenever the hell that reported Thing came out from that woman who sounded an awful lot like Diana Rossini talking about how the Patriots love Jared Stidham. Like, just oh, Bri uh, had you ever heard of Bridget Con? I mean, I, I watch a lot of NFL Network, maybe too much for my own good. Nope. I had never heard of Bridget Condon when Which all of a sudden, that's fine. That's fine. That doesn't mean she can't be right, she can't have sources. Like, who the F ever heard of Andy Hart? Like, that's fine. I'm not, but I don't hey, believe Terp, it. save I that drop. Oh, <laughs> I don't believe that Bill Belichick had this cemented draft board in December or sometime before he was fired that I love Jaden Daniels. I'm going to get Jaden Daniels. That's the plan. Blah, blah, blah. I just, I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. That said, I like Jaden Daniels. If Jaden Daniels falls to three and you're on the board, take Jaden Daniels. Guess who else I would take? Do we have Drake May audio? Cause I like his audio too. I most certainly do real quick. Mike Dickinson watching right now on Facebook. Six rings should broadcast live from the draft. I couldn't agree more side note. We'll be there for my bachelor party. Daddy sodas on me. Oh, I am so in on that. If I'm stone cold in a couple Miller lights instead of Coors lights, it'll be Miller lights. <laughs> uh, and Andy, think on this one to get back to uh, right before we share some Drake May audio. Uh, Stephen Tower, is there a scenario in which Caleb drops out of the top five? Yes, hmm. he goes six. You think so? Uh, no, I think he goes. I think somebody takes on the challenge. And my bigger picture, I still say, part of the reason you hire all these young coaches is this to deal with young players to do deal with new challenges of mm -hmm. the NIL guy who made fives of millions, tens of millions, whatever he's made in recent years. Like C Caleb made 10 million. I know That's it's all very vague though. I'm not sure I buy all of it. Um, it's, it's a bit of an argument now with, um, why am I drawing a blank on her name? The Iowa, uh, basketball player, Caitlin uh, Clark, Caitlin Clark. And how yeah, was it Darren Ravel said like, Oh, by going to the WNBA, she's going to lose money right. next year. He's, he's, he's getting in this pissing. He looks like me on Twitter. He's fighting everything that moves on his timeline. Um, <laughs> is he in line at the pizza parlor? <laughs> probably. He likes a good pizza. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, I do. I think Caleb Williams makes it out of the top five. I hope not. You know why? Cause even though I'm scared to death of him and his dad scared to death, mm -hmm. I would take the talent. That's my job is to make it work. He's so gosh darn talented. I got to find a way to make it work. And you need to nail this draft pick as well. And we hope that the Patriots are sold entirely on all three quarterbacks the other day. Uh, <laughs> or Elliot they can have another documentary, the Caleb Williams era in New England, the Winasty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, that was not terrible. Uh, you could stop. No, the Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack dance afterwards has got to go. However, that was actually pretty solid. Uh, but you're not rooting for it because that would suck. No, that would be a terrible, terrible watch. Great pun. Um, 
All right. So uh, I want to share this and we'll get back to Caleb Williams. I, I, I want to preface this with this. I haven't been into Drake May very much. The the tape is okay-ish. It's, it's, it's good at times, but I'm not really sure about the guy. And then I listened to him this morning. I got to, I want to ask this question, audience listening, watching live as we do this. Are you going to be a bigger Drake May fan after you see this clip? Cause I think I was. A quarterback. These are big time organizational decisions. So give me your best sales pitch why you should be somebody's franchise QB. Yeah, I think I can do it all. I think one of those things where, you know, I really can make a play with my feet, make a play, throw in the pocket. Um, and you really just, you don't want a game plan, you know, for me, you want a game plan with me. So that's the biggest thing. Good luck, Drake. Thanks. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Perfect. Uh, I got to be honest. When he said, you don't want a game plan against me, you want a game plan with me. Hell yes. That was, that's a bet. That's a baller line right there. I also enjoy the very Belichickian smile of I nailed the hell out of that line that my agent agent told me to say when they asked me how to sell myself to like he was so proud of himself for that answer because he knew people like you, you people were going to eat that up. And I eat it up, too. I like it. I, I love the the idea of it. I actually believe in it. You know, I've made the comp. I think he's Josh Allen. I think he has the upside of Josh Allen. He can literally do it all. Wait, who was who was Yahooing with you the other day? You and I think uh, Keith show, told me this. You comped him out to be Josh Allen, and someone else said that he reminds them too much of Mitch Trubisky. Uh well, a lot of people are doing it. Basically, that's because, just because he went to North Carolina, they're so that's... blinded by just a simple visual of a of a color, a jersey, a number, <laughs> and they have no idea. <laughs> Jeff Stenberg watching live on YouTube. Copenhagen sponsorship incoming for Drake with that accent. I <laughs> know uh, it's all about the Zins now, guys. You know those the Zins, like those little nicotine oh, yeah. pouches. Did you see Andy? Uh, there's vid there was video. I think Barstool had it. As Jake Moody was coming out to attempt the 55 yarder, he reached in his mouth and threw out a nicotine pack on the field, then absolutely blasted a 55 yarder. It's at least it's less gross. Like it's it's a less gross visual when they do that. Because I've had yeah. people do that right in front of me, like having conversations with them, and they take it out and like wrap it up in a napkin. And you're like, yeah, that wasn't so gross. I don't love it, but it's not the grossest thing ever. Oh, here we go. Our friend Mike Dickinson once again. Thank you. This is quality intel. Uh, this is the bachelor party guy. I live in North Carolina. I watched a lot of Drake May. This kid is a stud, better than Josh Allen. Whoa, hold on. Somebody holler at Shime. Chris Shime is right on with his love of Drake May. He is a great athlete. Yeah, I just wish Chris Scheim had a little more of a consistent background. He also loved Ryan Tannehill, so and hated Joe Burrow. Yeah, and hated Joe Burrow. So like, but he some... didn't like Mac Jones. So I mean, it's but that's all. Oh, yeah. it, Andy, We're all right it... and wrong. We're all right and wrong. Yeah, I'm uh, incoming. Andy Hart saying three, two, one. Except for you, Fitzy, you're always wrong. So uh... no, that's Cadillac. <laughs> oh, he's not here. So he's I not here to defend himself. Come on, um, but that's the whole thing. Like. And it isn't a best case scenario that two of these three quarterbacks in the top become studs plus no. starters or eventually all champion. three, all three you really think all three can No, but I think there's a good chance. I think there's, I think they are all worthy of being considered for top five picks for being considered franchise quarterbacks. And obviously some of it will lie on something we've heard around, like the situation, the support, the talent around them, like those are all issues that they're all going to deal with, just like Mac Jones dealt with a certain way as a rookie and then a certain way in years two and years three, just like Trevor Lawrence dealt with a certain way as a rookie and then a certain way in year two. So the pieces around these guys are going to have an effect. 
But they, all three in my mind, legitimately have the potential to be franchise quarterbacks. And just because history says, oh, they, the third pick can't be good or the third quarterback can't be I don't care about history. I'm talking about these three guys in this draft. Ashley J watching live on YouTube. I really like the idea of trading back to the sixth spot overall with the Giants to take J.J. McCarthy. You oh. have McCarthy sit for a year behind the veteran. All right, we'll get to whether or not you think McCarthy is going to be a, a fast riser, if he can play at the speed of the game in the oh, NFL yeah. now or sometime soon. But real quick, Andy, uh, let's bat around a couple of those veteran quarterback names since, once again, the Mass Live report said the Patriots remaking the room, trading Mac Jones and his new no-look pass. They'll be signing a veteran quarterback. Maybe that's the key. He was looking too much. That, that's, that, that was it. Remember See, in Germany, he was looking right at the receiver and then just couldn't throw it there. If he had looked away, he would have got it there. Uh, so which veteran court? So I'm just going to throw out all these names uh, for you, the audience listening, watching live and more. You've got uh, Gardner Minshew, the Mississippi mud flap. You got nope. Ryan Tannehill. Nope. Uh, Kirk Cousins, who a new report this morning nope. says is likely headed to a massive deal with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, did you see uh, the odds switch on that? No. The odds went from like... Are we talking draft night odds? Like, remember when the Stroud odds yeah. went from like 20 to 1 at the second pick to like off the board? I forgot what it was, but it flipped dramatically yesterday. Somebody got wind of, of that early. So it's happening. Yeah, it seems, certainly seems that way. At least the, the, the gambling world believes that. Okay. Uh, veterans. Okay. Joel Shapiro, what do you guys think about picking up Russell Wilson when he's cut no! free from the Bronx? Why not? He was good last year. He's a dink diva. If I'm going to take a dink diva, I'll take a young, talented dink diva named Caleb Williams. Don't you think? Don't you think that Russell Wilson, who believes that his Hall of Fame credentials now are on the ropes, if he were to go someplace like New England, remake his career, help lead the Patriots to a respectable record this year, mentor a quarterback uh, that gets drafted third overall, like this could be a pot. Like he may have been humbled at this point, Andy. Like everything out of Denver in the last year looks, the last two years looks really shitty for him wait that's your sales pitch everything looks really shitty for him so you want him that no, was your, he also that was has plenty plenty, plenty of wait, arm wait, talent hold on he, uh, all right hold can you on. give you me a good sales Russell, pitch russell wilson stats 2023 if only i had a high-powered machine that could give me uh his information right here this russell wilson like come on russell wilson last year 66 completion 3070 yards 26 tutties eight picks was only intercepted on 1.8% of his dropbacks. Come on. Now, he did get sacked a lot, but Denver had a bad line. That's high level. He was playing very well before that. they started getting into his business about, like, the you need to waive your injury clause. Otherwise, we're going to cut you and bench your ass. Like, Denver really effed that up last year in a big old way. You know who effed up his career? Russell Wilson. He became a diva dink. All right. Okay. So, I don't want him, unless you can sell me on somehow he truly, and I guess Sean Payton, you talk to him. I don't know. I, I, no, I don't want any part of Russell Wilson. Jacoby Brissett is the type of guy I want. There's no questions about who he is as a leader, a character guy. I think he's probably aware of what his lot in life is. Like, that's the guy. You want, you want some, a little bit of that Patriot way sauce or whatever cologne is left over, but also high character guy, plus level leadership and mentorship in the locker room, on yeah. the sidelines, everything about, even if there are people with better arm talent, better, Better, better passers out there. You want to go a little more conservative. And of course, he's familiar with TC McCartney and Alex Van Pelt, your new QB's coach and OC. Part of the Wolf Pack. Ow. 
Hey, listen, an old wolf packer coming in to work with a wolf of Ball Street. I am yes. in. Yeah, no people. Yeah, people do not want Russell Wilson in New England. It's probably no. not going to happen. Will he well, get an I, office? Can he use Alex Guerrero's yeah. office when he gets there? How many bathrooms will he possibly have? Okay, how about uh, Heave Ho Joe? How about old man Flacco, Andy? Also familiar with the people in Cleveland. Nice reclamation project last year, huh? huh? I don't hate it. Uh, like that. Those are the two that I that I think really fit the mold that I'm looking for. That they they know what their role is. They could be starters for no weeks, five weeks, or the whole season, and I think they'd be okay with it. They're mentoring. They're good guys. I don't hear a lot of bad things about either of them. I saw firsthand who Jacoby Brissett was when he was here, and I have no misgivings about bringing him in. Um, I think that would be perfect. So that's the kind of guy I want. I don't. I don't want to have doubts about what is Russell Wilson. What what is what are his angles? What's he thinking? You know, you had that weird. Uh, Keith brought this up last night. You had that weirdness with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua in Miami a few years ago, where mm. like he's playing well, he gets benched, then he's back in. He wants the job. He was like blindsided. Like I'm sure thing. Flores would tell you that he kind of butchered that as well, though. Kinda. 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 Yeah. Kinda. I mean, yeah. he took an axe to do a like filleting of a fish, and all of a right. sudden he had blood and guts and no no fillet. <laughs> yeah, it was that was an absolute mess. Seems so. People are afraid. It seems that Flacco is too old, and you're not going to rekindle any of that magic. And also, he's best with the deep ball. And you had young, speedy receivers in Houston. I wonder what he would have done if Tank Dell was actually healthy as well. Because, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, this is Cleveland. They they got their asses handed to them by Houston. Didn't have a healthy Amari Cooper the entire time, but still played pretty damn well. I think by and large, the the majority of the media, a lot of players, the pay, players to come and Pats fans would like Jacoby Brissett to be that veteran quarterback. Most people would like Jaden Daniels. He's not going to be available at three. It's going to cost way too much to trade up. You need every pick. If anything, you probably need to stockpile them. So I think we all better start breaking down some Drake May action because by by and large, that you got you got the Orlovskis of the world who say that he's not it by any stretch. He says Daniels is the best pick first overall. So, I mean, Which the, he may be. That's where I'm saying you can. We get sometimes where you know the JJ McCarthy's of the world get talked up or the Penixes and pushed up. We've had it mm -hmm. over the years. Teams force themselves into liking somebody or one year wonders or various things. I don't believe any of these three guys are that. You have two guys that were projected to be in this spot for multiple years in May and Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. And then you have Jaden Daniels, who little longer, different road, but the Heisman Trophy winner who was as good as anyone last year in his game. Now, simple offense, talent around him, like all of those things. Yeah, those are questions. You got to you got to answer them. You got to figure them out. That's why you evaluate talent. That's what you're literally what your job is, people. But what about the the ob obvious, as we look to wrap up our first leg here, uh, we'll get a couple of other Pats Nuggets to get to before we talk Dynasty. Jeff Stenberg watching live on YouTube. It's all about the big uglies up front. Fix that and you'll solve 75% of your quarterback problems. Dumbest argument I've heard in a long time, Jeff. Sorry. Oh, and I do podcasts oh. with Fitzy. Oh! Hey, come um, on. Hey, you uh, he, he, Andy is an equal opportunity offender, everybody. I would just like to remind no, I just. Everyone. This is a theory that people pretend about, and it's just not true. It's the exact opposite. Solve your QB problem, and you solve 75% of everything else. And usually when you solve your QB problem, you know when you bitch about your offensive line? And I know you've heard me say this, Fitzgerald, mm -hmm. in the Super Bowl. You bitch that Patrick Mahomes lost a Super Bowl because of his line. You bitch that Joe Burrow lost a Super Bowl because of his line. I Still would love there. to. 
I would love to bitch about losing a Super Bowl. I in these days, love to bitch about losing a Super Bowl. You could you could have just taken out lose a Super Bowl as well, but that's fine. Um, uh, I did hear an interesting theory. Uh, Chuck um, Chuck Klosterman, uh, the pop culture writer, football fan, often a guest uh, on the Bill Simmons podcast. He said his plan would be because if you put all your eggs in the one quarterback basket and that guy doesn't work out, now you're kind of screwed. What about trading back and drafting two guys? Like, what if you were to draft like McCarthy and Sam Hartman instead, and you try to have one, you have draft two guys, kind of like what the Redskins then Jeff, the Redskins you're off the hook. I, Jeff, you're off the hook. No longer the dumbest thing I've heard on this podcast. We have a new dumber thing. It's not my. I'm sharing someone else's theory. I didn't say it was yours. All don't right, all right, I'm just don't saying you... it's the dumbest thing I've heard today. So instead of taking a shot at really talented people, hey, PFW mm -hmm. days. Thanks, Greg. There you go. Appreciate I thought you. that would make you happy. Um, uh, so you don't like that idea at all? Trying to, well, like I think I said, Sam Hartman blows. Okay, well, there we go. So, no, I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful, Sam. You seem like a nice guy. You got a great look. You might want to go into movies or TV or something. Right. You're a handsome son of a gun. He's not um, as handsome, I got to tell you, though, as uh, the, the quarterback at Ole Miss, who is a year away from hitting the pros, Jackson whose name Dart, is similar to your son. I was player. gonna say, of course he is. And can and I, nil people, can we figure out a way that I can order a goddamn Whoa. baby blue Jackson Dart jersey and not I'm have sure, to go to the dark web to do it? I, I'm sure I can help you out with that after the program. No, but I want a legit one, not a dark know, web. One I know. I know. Fanatics where like the it, number is crooked and his name made is by hard or something. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's the fanatics is spelled F A N A D I C S. Right. No, no, like, um, if in case anyone doesn't know, this is what I, I fell in love with this guy earlier this week. So handsome AF fine. Oh yeah. Um, ridiculously good looking kid, uh, signs an NIL deal with a private jet company. That's a baller move. Then I learned this, his game day face paint. He does the left. He does the right side of his face. He does a black streak from his eye down to his jawline. And you're like, why? What's it? What is he doing? War paint? No, he does that because that's what Anakin looked like when he turned to the dark side in Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Like the force is very strong with this one. I'm in. Just find a game manager this year. Draft Jackson Dart next year. You know, Dart jerseys would sell through the friggin' roof at the pro shop. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I don't know if he can play. We'll see. I mean, there's some <laughs> questions about being Who needs in the lane. that. I just, I just Elaine Kiffin offense and. And all of that, like there's some, right. you know, red flags, but he's, he's hell. If they go the route of some of these, uh, Jeff wants to draft O linemen, do different things. Maybe they'll mm -hmm. be looking for Jackson dart in next year's draft. Maybe he'll, or, or Ewers or whoever the quarterback that blows up next year and comes out of nowhere to be the stud is like, those will be the guys we'll be talking about. I love all the theories we're here for them. That's part of the reason why we love doing these live podcasts so we can engage and interact with you, the Pats people, the fanatics of Foxborough, and so much more. Uh, real quick, a couple other nuggets, Andy, before we get to the dynasty. Wait a uh, minute. Did Greg, who's a great listener, thanks for the reference to uh, PFW, left tackle, edge rusher, safety? Excuse me? Who's throwing the ball and catching the ball? <laughs> you, we need wide receivers and tight ends, Greg. appreciate you yeah. very much. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Andy, a uh, couple other things before we get to the dynasty talk, Gerard Mayo has now officially walked back the burn some cash. Now I think it's actually, we're going to save some cash or, or, or are they? I think it started with Elliot Wolf saying, you know, we may spend some money. We also may save some money this year. I think you previously said, and I kind of, I kind of operated under the idea that like, that was a sexy thing, a fun thing to say in his first live interview with WEEI. But you don't want to just telegraph to all the agents like, hey, guys, we have a ton of money if you need it. Or, hey, we're going to overspend for no good reason. Like, 
you've got the money to spend if you target the right people and offer them the money that they'll need to come and play on a team with a team on the rebuild. But you don't want to just say like, hey, free money here and point a sign at the fancy lighthouse in the scoreboard. Yeah, clearly Gerard got his wrist slapped by Wolf, Kraft, some combination. I mean, I think people took it too seriously. He was on a morning radio show. He was kind of screwing around. He was laughing, like having fun. And the reality is they have money to burn. They, they When J.C. Jackson gets canned, they're going to have $100 million to spend that they have to spend. They have to get up to compliance with the salary cap floor. But I would argue this, Fitzy. You know what was dumber than saying burn some cash? What was dumber than saying burn some cash? Saving. Mm-hmm. Who the F in professional sports? Hey, I don't even know how you do it. You can't save salary cap dollars. Like, you need to spend. You need to do business. You need players. What we you just doing? had the effing report card. First of all, they've been lowest in cash spending the past decade. Everyone knows that they're... Uh, I think the 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 courtesy word is thrifty when it actually the operating word is cheap. And you just had the report come out where the Patriots were 26th overall in terms of player satisfaction with facilities, coaching, ownership, meals, weight room. And they dropped three spots. They're 29th overall. That is effing embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, you guys, you, you bunch of negative media. It's the Chiefs were 32nd overall and they won the Super Bowl. So who the F cares? Uh, we do because. Gillette Stadium is supposed to be the beacon, the castle on the hill. This is the team that went to nine Super Bowls this century and won six of them. This is ridiculous. These, these facilities used to work there. I'm there a bunch. You can tell they're inferior. They don't have a they don't even have a freaking daycare. People say the meals kind of stink. The weight room looks like something from Dartmouth High School. Come on, what are we doing here? Like, open up the pocketbook, spend some money, write some checks, burn a little cash, start rebuilding your football team. That's that's I know, Mr. Kraft, you build it through the damn draft, but you need to spend some money. So I think some of this um, is due to losing. I honestly do. I think it's easier if you're a player filling out a survey to be negative and, and give a lower grade than you might have a year before or two years before because you're losing. You're a bad football team, and losing affects the overall culture and mindset and everything. I would also say the idea that Gillette Stadium was anything other than just an average stadium and facility was always fake. It was a PR spin. It was a facade. It was uh, water being carried by you people and others. And like it, it's it's a die. And I don't fault Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft for that. They built it on their buck. They had to do things certain ways. I don't fault them for that. But it's always been. I mean, we even saw it as we transition in a little bit to the dynasty. One of the dynasty episodes where Bill Belichick's walking off goes through the tunnel and you see the little table set up in the tunnel where family members eat after the game in a cold tunnel that I can tell you has those little black boxes on the ground in the corner. You know, those ones that you look at and you go, huh, what's that little black box? What's that do? Rats. I'm eating where you have to put out rat traps. I don't think that's fun. I don't think that's cool. Like, And how about that Pete Carroll story from the late 90s about <laughs> giving the players effing baloney. Now, listen, you're talking to somebody who lives to crush up a hand of, handful of ruffles, open up his potato bun, put it in there with the mayo and the mustard and the American cheese and bologna. Like, that is high living as far as I'm concerned, says the former fat guy on the pod. But come on, really? I mean, in the age of engineered nutrition and sports science, where you have dudes wearing these man's ears that track the best way that your enzymes break down calories and how you metabolize, we were handing out Fritos and bologna? I mean, it is what it is. Um, 
So do I think it'll matter? Yeah, I think. And I also think people have painted this as something tied directly into Robert Kraft. Um, I think this is going to resonate more with Jonathan. We all know that Jonathan has taken over more day-to-day operations. And mm-hmm. I don't know if he deserves some of the blame for this. I don't know if it's some of the people below him that deserve some of the blame for this, which I, I mean, their names are their names. You've done commercials with one of them, Jim Nolan. Like Jim Nolan is part mm-hmm. of the 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 hierarchy of the Patriots. They make decisions in terms of spending and marketing and construction with Jonathan and others. But the fact that they eat in a tunnel and their weight room is worse than every college, I think, on the planet, every college, those are things that are easily fixable. They've done so much construction around there. Just build an effing ballroom for the families to eat in after the game. Slap some TVs on the wall, throw some tables down, and call it a ballroom. Okay, that is a perfect segue line to get into our our next leg, talking about the dynasty. I just wanted to also shoot out there, Andy, real quick. Um, an offer is into Kyle Duggar, or so it was confirmed um, in the last yeah, twenty four hours. I don't well, know. I'm uh, just I'm just saying, like, you know, are are we going full throttle? Uh, you know, Foxborough full throttle. I don't know, but like. I just wanted to put it out there so in case anyone's curious, listening, engage with us right now. And that is That's the Packer the first... way. That is the Packer way that Elliot Wolf looks like he's going down, is re-sign your own players. It was the backbone of the Packers' culture forever. Now, it worked really well when you had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That was part mm-hmm. of the culture as well, to have Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks for like 30 years. So, But that absolutely, and Elliot Wolf said it, draft, develop, take care of people, treat them the right way. So... The burning of the cash could also just be handing out boatloads of cash to Mike Onwenu and Kyle Duggar and Hunter Henry and your own guys, and there goes some of your cap space. Uh, yeah, of which you still have an absolute blank ton of, of it as well. So, uh, But your line about how uh, things used to be done differently here and getting uh, the Patriots being cheap, and to me, why this is all about optics is a perfect segue to our dynasty talk. Thank you guys for watching on the various portals, social medias, and streaming outlets right now. Of course, he's at Jumbo Hart. I am at Fitzy GFY, and this is the Six Rings and Football Things podcast where we talked a whole lot of combine, the revamp quarterback room, and so much more. Throw us a sub. We're available on Spotify, the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever awesome football talk is found.